Hello, welcome to the Julie Story Show podcast. <laughs> this is a place where I tell you comedic stories, make you laugh, hopefully make your day a little bit better, a little bit brighter, happier, because we're all in journey and sometimes the journey doesn't always go as planned. I'm telling you some not so fun, happy things that happened during our anniversary trip, plus talking about some great fun things about being a mom. Here I go again with momming. All this right after this message from my sponsor. Hello, podcast and YouTube channel. Thank you for being here. This is Julie Story Show. Yay! it. I'm um, glad that you're here. And I've got stories for you. This is the place where I tell real life stories because we all know how romanticized life is. And we never hear the stories about things that go wrong. <laughs> it's so true. Yesterday, I was all set up to do the podcast. And by set up, I mean doing my hair and makeup. Because this needs to be an honest convo. Yeah, don't do hair and makeup every day. It's a lot. You know, like it's a, there's a, there's a lot going on. And um, hair and makeup is just, it takes so long. And every time Andre and I are going somewhere... I realize how long it actually takes for me to get ready. And it annoys me. Like I annoy myself at how long it takes to get ready. And I realize I don't have to, and it's my choice. But then when I get in there, I'm like, I'm so glad I'm here. Like I am, I am Picasso painting a masterpiece here. Like this is the Sistine Chapel. Like this is happening. And um, I realized Picasso didn't paint the Sistine Chapel, by the way. I'm just throwing out their art. My art history too is, it's all in there. It's in there deep. So um, I love doing it. And I feel like, wow, am I in the beauty space now? Is this, are we here? Like, am I a beauty influencer? Like, do you want to know what lip gloss I'm wearing? Because I can tell you, just don't remember it right now, but I can get it. And maybe we'll do a, a podcast and a YouTube like that if you want. <laughs> I'm just going to be my own pretend influencer. Like you, I'm just going to say, like everybody else says, like, oh, oh my gosh everybody's been asking, you all have been asking, what is going on with my hair? And I'm going to tell you because all of you have been asking, like everyone has been asking. So I'm finally going to do a video about it. I'm just going to make up my own because I want to do it anyway. And I want to share with you stuff I like. That's going to be another podcast, like just Julie underscore stuff she likes. I don't know why I did underscore dash. I guess a dash would be better there. So this past week and I guess, yeah, this past weekend was my anniversary. Yay. Four years of being married. Yay. I don't know why I did that. So we decided to take a little day trip up to St. Augustine, which is so cute and so romantic. But as you know, stuff doesn't always go as planned. And so I had this idea in my head that we're going to do this romantic bike ride. Like, just come with me on this journey. We always say this. <laughs> I say this to Andre all the time. Come with me on this journey. Um, picture this. St. Augustine's so cute. Like, it looks like a European town. I have to, like, bring my voice down low to so really, like, bring you in. Just Christmas lights and all the trees, like a gentle breeze, stars in the sky. It's your anniversary. We could bike. We could walk holding hands, get some hot chocolate. This is what's going on inside my mind. And then I realized at about 9, 17 at night, and we're still driving to St. Augustine, that picture is about 20 minutes away. 
when I look over Andre and I'm like, you're not tired, right? Because I wasn't. I was like, and he's like, no. And I'm like, I'm not either. And then 10 minutes later, I was passed out. Mouth opened and all, just out for the count. And Andre's just like, because I always get tired. Why am I 95 years old and I'm tired at 915 on my anniversary or 930 on my anniversary? Why is this my life now? I was out. So we ended up just going to the hotel and I just like passed out. Like, and I love hotel rooms. Like, let me just tell you the extent of love. Like if you've heard me talk about baby ducks or Disney, hotel rooms are in the same category as actual Disney World and baby ducks for me. I just love it so much. And Andre doesn't get it. And I'm like, okay, first of all, hotel sheets, seriously, the most amazing, like you get in and you feel like there's just angels just like wrapped around, like every part of you just like singing and petting you. Like that's what hotel sheets feel like to me. It's so cool. And just like, and everything's so fluffy and like, there's, it's just like not dirty at all. Just clean sheet. Well, clean sheets. I love it. And Andre just doesn't get it. I'm like, listen, when I'm in a hotel room, I don't have to do anything for anybody. There's nothing to clean. There's nothing to organize. There's nothing to cook. I'm just in a room existing. Like how often does this happen in my mom world brain? Never. So he knows if he wants to make me happy, just take me to a hotel room. Like I don't even care if we do anything other than just going to a hotel room where I don't have to do anything. So I was like super happy at this hotel. And then we wake up in the morning and like I start getting ready, which at that point I realized how annoyed I am at myself for how long it takes me to get ready. Like I, I, I love it. And I'm also like annoyed because I'm like, girl, really? But Andre bought me the new honey naked palette for an anniversary present. <laughs> I know. So I was like a little annoyed and then I'm like, I really want to use this palette. So we're like trying to get ready and um, our hotel doesn't have hot water, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm in a hotel. It's not my problem. <laughs> doesn't matter. It really it was not that big of a deal. So, um, so yeah, the next day we're like, okay, let's go ride bikes. Like I'm going to take my romanticized idea and we're going to go ride bikes. And turns out um, just the air pumps in, in the world just never work. It's the air pumps. I feel like at gas stations are kind of like, uh, they have the reputation now, um, as being as unreliable as McDonald's ice cream machines. You know, the ice cream machine isn't going to work. I know no matter what, that that air machine at that gas station, no matter where it is, it's just going to be broken for no reason, no reason at all. So we're going to try and find air for our tires no air pumps work. And then we find an air pump, air pump that works and we don't have quarters because we're millennials. I'm an exennial, but he's a millennial. Uh, it's his fault really because <laughs> exennials, don't they call us like the best generation because we're like in between, just kidding, kind of. So can't find air pump that takes a card. And so we have to go to the ATM and after the ATM, we have to get quarters and then we go to the machine and fill up our it took an hour it took a straight up hour and it was at that point that I realized we actually had an air pump in our car that hooks up to our cigarette lighter <sighs> yeah 
definitely wasted an hour of that anniversary. Anyway, it was a lovely, it was a lovely time. We went to saw Downton Abbey at the movie theater, and it was just marvelous. I love it. It was a, it was a really nice um, little uh, vacation. So we came back, and um, I got to tell you this. Um, we came back home and it was like the weekend and the kids weren't with us. And there's just some stuff that's been going on. Um, you know, it's just chrysalis time. And I realized that something happens when inside of me, when there's like so much stuff going on and th this only happens when it's just like, just, there's just stuff in my mind everywhere. I'm just like, that's it. I have to go clean my car. And this is like a thing. Is this a thing for you? Because this is a thing for me. I'm like, that's it. I have to clean out the car. It's gotten to the point now where I feel like as I was like cleaning out my car, I'm just like, this only happened. Like I only get this unction. The rest of my house will be spotless. And for some reason, there's a part of me that is totally okay with my car looking like a tragedy. Like I, what? what is going on that's like the whole house is clean, but my car can look like Jumanji. I'm losing on the inside of my car, or like the police officer that's like, my car, my car, in the movie, my car can look like that. And I'm like, ignore, I don't even see it. What, no, the kitchen's clean, it doesn't matter. So I'm like going out there to clean my car. And I only ever do this when it's like the last straw. This is the last straw gotta clean out the car. And I only ever do it when my kids are not home, which doesn't make any sense because I, I get in there and I just look at the passenger seat and I just wonder what has happened to me? What's going on in my life that, that things have gotten this bad? Like there's so much dirt and there's so much coffee that's spilled all over. And I just start to wonder, what's happened? What is, what's, how did I let my life get to this point? And then I remember, I know kids, kids happened. This is why my card looks like this because I have memories. I have memories of myself. I'm 16 years old. My parents bought my sister and I a Toyota Camry for us to drive to college and all this stuff. Yeah, I started college when I was 14. That's a sidebar. But um, we were driving to college and everything. And I remember, I remember getting in and out of my car. That's the last time I think my car was clean. <laughs> no, but I remember I, I had this rule, this inner vow that said, I'm taking everything out of my vehicle that I brought in. And so I started um, trying to teach my kids this habit because I had this, this was instilled inside me. This is a personal choice that I made. And then I had kids and, um, it's really interesting about kids and your car is that, um, it can look terrible and they don't even see, like, they don't even care. Like they don't even notice the fact that there's just piles of kid debris that they're walking on. Like they're getting cut by the shrapnels of stuff that's there. And they don't even, they don't even realize, and they don't even notice. I'm like, there's food back here rotting. Like just, you can't even tell what some of this food is. That's how rotten this stuff has gotten. I pulled out of my car, a container of half-eaten applesauce. This spoon was stuck to the side of 
the applesauce container because the applesauce had putrefied to the side of the container. And I'm looking at this going, if this wasn't a spoon inside of the applesauce container, I wouldn't know what this is. This looks like a science experiment gone terribly wrong. And it's sitting next to where the child in the back seat is sitting. And they like there's little mold spores growing off of it, waving at the child. And they don't even see it. And I'm just wondering, how do I teach them that this is not only disgusting, but this is awful to find as a parent? And so as I'm cleaning out, I'm wondering, how do I keep them for this from happening? And it, this is the time when I'm cleaning out my car where I start making rules for the future. And the number one rule is there will no longer be food in this car. I mean, I am just back. I mean, I found a bag of grapes that just, it was colors that grapes don't even come in. That's how molded these grapes got. And I'm just vacuuming and cleaning and wiping stuff down. And all I can think of is no food will ever be allowed in this vehicle ever again. And then I remember the last time I made that rule was the last time I was cleaning out the car. And I realized what ends up happening is we make these rules for our car while we're cleaning it. And we tell the children, thou shalt not ever eat food in this vehicle ever again. If I ever see a morsel of anything come near thy mouth, in fact, if you even ever just reach up and touch your mouth, with anything, you will be evicted from this vehicle, hence moving forward. And then I realize the reason why there's food in this vehicle is because of every moment of parenting where I have said, please, for the love, get ready. No, I need you to get ready. No, put on your shoes and get ready. No, put on your clothes and get ready. No, you wore that outfit yesterday and get ready. Please eat something. Can you eat lunch now? Can you eat lunch right now? Can you eat a snack now? Do you need a snack now? And all of those instructions get ignored until it's finally the last second. And you're like, for the love, I don't care what you have to do. Just get in the car. Please get in the car. No, I do not pass go. Do not go back into your room. Please just get in the car. I will do anything if you get in the car. We have to go five minutes ago. Please, child, get in the car. We have to leave for school. We cannot be late for school. Please get, did you eat on the way to school? And at every time, every one of these questions is a no. That, that's why we're here in this little story because every question up until this point is a no. And so finally you get to the point as a mother where you're like, just get in the car. No, just get the snack. I don't even care eating the car. And that is why there's three inches thick of goldfish crumbs in the back seat because every single time you beg them to please get your get thyself together and they ignore it you finally just say I don't care I don't care get in the car and then as you're vacuuming your car you think about every single one of those moments I wish I wish with all my heart these children would just for the love of God get ready and get in the car and please eat something and then you just like give up as a parent you're just like I don't even care I actually remember there was car transitions and I remember when the kids were really little, I'm like, I'm so glad that I don't have a really nice car because I would be so mad at all of this stuff. And I was just like, you know what? It's fine. This is our transition car. And I thought when I got a different car, when they're older, I'm like, this is great. 
they're older now. This car is going to stay nice. Again, I had all these romanticized dreams about the car. I'm just like, oh, every day I'm going to get in. It's just going to sparkle and be clean and amazing. And um, that didn't happen, actually. The opposite happened. And um, if you remember correctly, somewhere along this podcast journey, I told you the story where I last time my daughter cleaned out the car, somehow she managed to get stabbed with a pencil. And so her car cleaning ended way too soon because she it was dangerous, apparently, for her to clean the car. But anyway, I, I realized that um, the, the cleanliness of the car... Um, it never, it never happens around a time where someone's ever going to see it. Actually, when the it's like when something really terrible happens and you have to like call police or call the fire department, like I told you before this happened, and they come in your house, there's just like tampons everywhere. Like when, when your car is clean, nobody will ever see it. Like there will never be anybody that will like actually like have evidence or proof that your car is clean. And nothing ever super important, like nobody ever super important will get into your car when your car is clean. It will only happen when it's a disaster area and you have to apologize to the person like, oh, yeah, sorry, my coffee is all over that because I'm not really good at speed bumps. And like, yeah, sorry about that coffee everywhere. But I realized that it almost is going to guarantee me that. I won't be going to anywhere where there's valet. My car is clean currently. I won't be going to that nice restaurant that my husband takes me to twice a year. I won't be going there. In fact, I've only ever been there when my car is a trash heap. And every time I go to this restaurant, it's the fanciest restaurant in town. It's so like it has the truffle mac and cheese. If you've been around, that's the one. So when we go there... We open our door with our pinky up. That's how fancy it is. And we're just like, oh, yes, darlings, we're here. We've arrived. And I'm in my fanciest dress. The sequins everywhere. And as the uh, the valet is opening the door and my pinky's up and I look around left and right, all I can think is as soon as this man gets in my car, he's going to know that my entire life is a lie. <laughs> like He's going to just be like, what the crap is happening? And I just like, there's no disclaimers anywhere. It's just, he has no idea that we have two kids. He probably just thinks that we're just filthy human beings. And I just want to be like, no, really, I'm sorry. I had a rule that there was no food allowed in here, but that rule is gone now because there were way too many mornings we were running behind. <laughs> so yeah, I hope you don't get crushed goldfish on those ballet pants. And thanks for driving the car away. Can you bring it back? Just detailed. That would be great. That never happens. <laughs> that never happens. When you take your car to get, when your car is broken or something. Yeah, that only happens when your car is dirty. So I hope that uh, your car gets clean this week. I hope that uh, your kids randomly surprise you with cleaning out your car. I, I realize that going forward, what I'm going to do is... Um, I'm going to co-clean the vehicle with the kids because I feel like they can't get the disgustingness of it if they're always gone. Like they just come back. They're like, wow, mom, the car is so clean. Is this our car? <laughs> you got a new car, mom? And I'm just like, no, I just cleaned out all your little stuff that you left everywhere 
all over the car. Like you can't even chew with your mouth closed. Like, why does it look like I have a two and three year old? Like, can we please, first of all, just get out the door on time. And second of all, chew with our mouth closed and we have food in the car. And third of all, we are not leaving applesauce. Applesauce is no longer allowed in the car ever unless we're running really late. And I'm like, please, for the love, get in the car. I don't care what you bring in the car. Just get in the car. Then it's allowed, but only then. So I love you guys. Thanks for listening to my funny, crazy stories. I can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. I hope that your car gets clean this week. And I hope that you get a massage. I don't know why that just popped in my mind. I hope that you get a massage. <laughs> I hope your car gets detailed and you get a massage. That'd be a great week. Until next time, have a great one. Bye.